Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Uh, I hope everyone had an amazing 4th of July here in the United States of America and abroad. We have listeners abroad, so you don't give a shit about 4th of July. I'll tell you what, we don't give a shit either. Although I've said before that I, it's my favorite holiday. <laughs> yeah, you, I like, like it. Did you dress up in like a Kellyanne Conway, like sailor Soldier no, uniform. I don't like it because I'm like super patriotic. I just like it's the only holiday where like I really usually have fun. Like, you know, you go to like a barbecue and like have it's like actually fun. No, totally. What else is new? I mean, I guess you're done with your microderm abrasions. My microderm abrasions are um done yeah they've been done for a little while I uh lost my hat which is a bit of a pickle for Mm. me of course but uh yeah I uh you know no noticeable flaking of the skin oh no 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 it's been over for long enough that like that would be gone anyway it feels like it only lasts for a little while though like I feel like my my little glow is gone Hmm. And now I'm like, okay, well, I got my fucking microderm. So, which it wasn't a microderm abrasion. It was Fraxel laser, but it's oh. like, I got my Fraxel and my skin is healed. So time to pump me full of fillers. I want to get like grotesque. Why not? I mean, I think as we age, our gener- do you think our generation is going to look at the previous generation and see what they did and try to emulate it? Or are is our generation going to be more sort of natural age is beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Our generation is like incapable of original thought. Like our generation will do what Gen X did because we don't have our own voice at all. Interesting. We just do what they did or we try. 
I, that's what I think. But also like, I, I mean, we'll continue to do like procedures as they, as they advance. Like we are part of like the, we're like really the first generation that like has been using sunscreen since our early twenties and like, all this. so like, we'll see what that does. Like if that actually has any noticeable impact on us, but also like that stuff is not always noticeable because you know, you, you don't really remember like what did a 30 year old woman look like in 1980? Yeah. I don't know. Unless you, you know, watch old movies. Um... Right. But that's not even like really a, a good representation of like what an average person what an average like. person looked yeah i saw i watched uh night moves with gene hackman who, oh yeah you're doing the criterion neo-noir criteria yeah i've seen a few of them uh but this guy this character he's supposed to like just be turning 40 in the movie and his face look i mean it's gene hackman so he looks you know he looks like gene hackman sort of rugged his face looks older than 40, but then his body, I have to say, is pretty good. Sort of like a dream body, honestly. Well, what do you mean a dream body? Like Just, for you? Uh, for me, yeah. Sort of like a- aspirational in the sense of, oh, I could probably manage this if I did the, all the right things. And it's not, you know, it's not perfect. Obviously, it's like movie stars in the seventies had normal human bodies, but it was like at the end he's on a boat and he like takes a shirt off and it looks better than you would expect. You were like, Oh, this guy actually like works out and he, yeah. he looks, he looks good for his age. So it was, it was inspirational. It sucks being at the age where like you start to think that you're going to look good for your age. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but it's better than not looking good for your age. I don't know. I think maybe I'm delusional. I always, I think I look young, but who knows? Well, I mean, I think you look young too, but I think that, I mean, yeah, actually young people, if you, I always think I look young, but then if I'm around like an actual like 20 year old, I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Um, Or even 30. (laughs) Um, But you know, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Yes. Um, I, so this is my first week, full week on my Lipitor. How are you feeling? A youthful Lipitor patient? (laughs) Yeah, a youthful Lipitor patient. So sad. (laughs) I don't know how much of it is psychosomatic, but I did feel sort of achy yesterday. And they say like muscle pain is one of the, the side effects. And it was, if it was from the medication, it was very, very minor. But then I also think it's maybe just from like doing yoga or whatever. Like I have no idea. So I'm totally fine. No noticeable difference. I'm like achy too. I have a, well, I'll get to it in my list, but mm. I haven't, I have some aches going on myself, I must say. Uh-oh. Other than that, yeah, they're like no big news i didn't really cook that much this week um it's too hot to cook yeah i've I've been using my grill pan a ton because we don't have like an outdoor grill space so i just been I like to, yeah turning on the fan and opening all the windows and doors and then just like grilling inside which it's not the same but it it feels good like to grill you know some zucchini or i did eggplant the other day um yeah. you know chicken thighs whatever yeah um 
that's nice yeah i i tried to launch a soft keto uh last week which failed ultimately but you know it was fine it was good while it lasted i don't think you can really do a soft keto because isn't that the whole point is you have to be in ketosis for it to do anything yeah but i was just like trying to like kind of cut the carbs you know but um you know i just like I ended up, I just end up like not wanting to cook. That's what my problem always ends up being where like, I won't, I will not do this anymore. And I stop doing it. Yeah. I found if I do a big grocery shop, like over the weekend and I have ingredients, I, that will be enough to force myself to cook most nights because I, I'll just say, oh, I don't want to like be wasteful. So if I buy a ton of veggies, I'll end up doing it but then if I forget or I don't have time over the weekend to do a big grocery shop then it's like all bets are off and I'll just spend 10 million dollars on takeout so I need to like yeah I feel like the stuff that I get just like doesn't last that long anyway like I'll go to the grocery store and buy like a pint of strawberries or something and then like the next day they're like rotten it doesn't take that long oh yeah strawberries I mean all sort of berries you have to sort of eat the day of or the day after probably the veggies you have to do I, goop actually should do a thing about this of like when you buy your vegetables for the week here are the ones that you should use first and then here are the ones that you can use you know five six days later yeah um i mean i feel like those like there's always some shit like that and then it's like cut your fucking that shit and like put it in a mason jar with water no and one's like doing that freeze dry it or whatever i don't know what you're supposed to do with this shit i don't i can't do it I keep it in a bag and I put it in the fridge and then when it rots, I throw it in the trash. That's how it goes. I think, yeah, well, you all you have to do is really like the first couple days you're doing your your greens, your lettuces, your delicate vegetables, and then you can move on to, you know, your broccolis or whatever. And then at the end of the week, you can still have like your zucchinis and your eggplants. And they're, those are good for a while. I mean, I just, I think, I don't think I eat that much. I don't eat that many vegetables like mm. i'm not gonna eat like a whole head of lettuce in one day and then the next day eat like a whole thing of broccoli and then the next day eat like an eggplant as i'm just not gonna do it <laughs> i guess i do that it's i don't know i eat i guess i eat a lot i just i mean it's well i mean it's fine it's vegetables it's not bad i just like i i feel like for me lettuce a head of lettuce that's four salads yeah. Well, yeah, lettuce is like, unless you're just having a gigantic salad. But I guess if you have a head of lettuce, sorry, this is getting really in the weeds. If you have a head of lettuce and you don't cut into it, that actually can last a fair amount of time. It's like the pre-bagged shit once you open the bag then, but those bags aren't very big. I can go through a bag of lettuce in a meal for sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, and then like, how are people doing like lettuce wraps? I, the thing is, I don't think people are doing lettuce wraps. I think this is a scam. This is a scam because no one has, you can't keep lettuce in your home long enough to make, to do that with any type of consistency. And like, it's hard to even get a whole leaf of lettuce to not break and to have enough to even do a wrap. I don't know. I just feel like Goop will do 
lettuce wrap recipes or other places will do lettuce wrap recipes, but I really don't think, I think people are ordering lettuce wraps at, you know, Goop Kitchen or Sweet Green or whatever. You need to go to a restaurant for a lettuce But yeah, no, no one's doing it at home. I don't believe that. I did one at home and it was a, I mean, it was a salad. I mean, it ended up fine, but like, I just basically ended up eating it like a salad. Which is fine. Salads are perfectly fine. This is salad with ground turkey on it. It was pretty good. Um, anything else or should we move on to uh, Gwyneth news there's not much is there Gwyneth news not really she's just abroad she yeah, her, that this did you see the lunch she was like I threw together what we had in the fridge oh I don't know that I saw that I saw she like posted from Florence with her and Brad and was like we're so lucky to be tourists again and then she posted I saw some, some from some tapas bar in Barcelona I didn't see her cooking She's cooking, okay. She's making lunch for them. Let me see. She's like, I threw this together and it like looks fucking amazing. Where is it? Oh, is it stories? Last night's oh, maybe it was stories. See, I never even checked the stories. I'm so lunch. I did the best I could with what I had in the fridge. And she's got like burrata with prosciutto and peaches and like chicken with lettuce and cherry tomatoes. And it looks fucking amazing i'm gonna oh yeah i just saw it oh my god six hours i mean i would pay i I mean i would pay easily 45 dollars for this i had that exact dish last night at dinner at a restaurant uh the peaches and burrata and prosciutto yeah, hatchet hall it was uh one of the high, i mean it's a that's the thing it's like it's a really easy dish to make if you have peaches and burrata and prosciutto there's literally no cooking involved but it's, i think that she assembled it nicely yeah i'm gonna do that the summer is gonna be the summer of because like i could do it for go to trader joe's you can i mean well you want to get a peach from probably somewhere other than trader joe's but the burrata and the prosciutto, you could easily get at Trader Joe's or any yeah, regular that's grocery store. That, there's, yeah, so get your burrata and your prosciutto there. Walk across the street to Gelson's, get a peach. Dinner. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're lucky enough to live in our very specific neighborhood if of If you go LA. to our exact Trader Joe's. Uh, or, I mean, everyone has, I'm sure, a local farmer's market where you could get a wonderful peach. And you might even have a cheese maker at that farmer's market that does burrata. And then prosciutto... Yeah. I mean, who knows? But I don't know, but you can get prosciutto anywhere. It's accessible. And like, why? I mean, obviously people do. People like Gwyneth do. Like, why don't we just treat ourselves and eat like that for the summer? Like, we don't have to cook. We can just snack. Do I mean, I hate to quote Caitlin O'Malley, but like, just do a snack board. Okay. I have a new, I have a New Year's resolution now. A mid, a midsummer resolution? I have a midsummer resolution. What is it? I'm only eating boards. Wow. Until I get cold and then I'll eat hot food. So you're no, no cooking till fall. Just assembling. So, okay. Even no grilling. Well, I don't have a grill or Okay, so you're just gonna. Well, I don't either, but I just do it on my stove. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, but it's. I mean, I'm already pretty much there. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like in the kitchen cooking on a hot stove all day. 
No, okay. I mean, I just think there might be a middle ground between not using any heat element at all and Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> Well, I just I just don't want to. I don't know. I also I'm a childcare provider and I do cook quite often. Do like, you have to cook for the kids? Every day. Yeah. You can't just do like day. lunchables or whatever. No, we don't have lunchables. I make them dinner every day. So I don't, I really like do not want to cook for myself. Yeah, you know? no, that makes sense. If you're already, I mean, d- making two separate dinners, can you make enough for you and then bring it home? Or yeah, or I eat it with them if I yeah, want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't usually want it because it's like kid food. I mean, sometimes I do because it's like, yeah. you know, whatever. But I just, I usually would rather just kind of eat my own food. I get it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I could honestly live off of like cheese and crackers most nights, but I feel, I guess I would get sick of it and I would feel. I think I would overdo it. Yeah. You can easily overdo it with cheese and crackers. With that stuff. I've been so Uh, good like for months of not just keeping cheese in the house and like snacking on it. But then this week I got some Laura Chanel goat brie at Trader Joe's. And I fucking just scarfed it down. That sounds really good. I mean, I, I'll, the only cheese I have is cream cheese, which is also pretty good on a cracker. To it is good. I, I think I have some cream cheese in the fridge because we had bagels a couple weeks ago and we didn't use all the cream cheese. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's all Gwyneth's doing is just assembling food, traveling in Europe with her husband. And then I think it's off to the Hamptons because the person I sort of know who might have a job with Gwyneth Paltrow saw did on social media that he is off to the Hamptons. So I think that means Gwyneth is as well. That means it's her time to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's not going to be stuck in Montecito while they fix that house. Like, it'll be ready for her when when she know, gets back. Yeah, yeah. Gets back, yeah. And Apple has to get a, a summer job again, like she did last summer. Well, she can't work at the goose store. They all closed. I think the one in the Hamptons might still be open. Oh, yeah. Just for know. her. Just Yeah, it's just like a Truman show <laughs> for Apple to have she, a summer job. That is like the most Marie Antoinette thing I've ever heard. Like the totally. how Marie Antoinette had that fake village that she would go and pretend that she yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there isn't that much Gwyneth news, I guess. No, there's not. Uh, hopefully, there will be next week. But I guess we well, should just no news is good news. That's one way to put it. But she did inspire me to vow that I would only eat things off boards for the rest of the summer so that's pretty big if it was you know burrata and prosciutto are very easy to get the peaches are so temperamental it's like a good peach is literally the most amazing thing in the world a bad peach is disgusting so we you just have to i mean and i guess that's what summertime is for is to get to get a good peach so well it doesn't only have to be peaches i mean it could be like and it doesn't only have to be cheese i'm just saying i'm not cooking Mm -hmm. I'm eating snacks for my meals. I just, I think that would work most of the time, but there's so many like summer vegetables that you like tomatoes or whatever. You don't need to cook, obviously, but like a zucchini, eggplant, corn, I guess you could do raw. I Ew, just feel like there's, you? 
I mean, you could. Could you? I've had, I've had rock corn. Yeah, it's not bad. Whatever. I'll buy like. Fine. I'm not cooking corn. I'm not gonna cook corn. The only thing I might cook, I could see myself cooking a zucchini. I. I'm not gonna I, eat eggplants. What? Really? Oh, yeah, I don't like eggplant. Oh my god. John doesn't like him either. I'm the only person. I don't know. I ate a whole eggplant yesterday. What did you, how did you make it? I made it on my grill pan. I just, um, put some olive oil. It was very simple. Olive oil, salt and pepper, oregano. And then you just cut it really pretty thin, like quarter inch slices, get your grill pan hot. And then you just do it like three minutes on each side till you get a little char. And then I just, um, squirted a little lemon juice and that was it. That's all you need. Sounds good. And I now, had it with some uh, soy chorizo, which I really mm, enjoyed. See, that's like, that sounds like a good light dinner. It was great. And if you don't have someone that you live with that eats an eggplant, you can eat half of it for dinner and then half of it for lunch the next day. That's great. I, well, I used to always get this, like, I live by this really nice Thai restaurant um, and cause I live in Thai town and they have this chicken, this like Thai basil eggplant dish that I used to get like probably once a week. It was so amazing. And once I ate it when I was sick and it wasn't the, it wasn't the food's fault. I was sick, but I will forever associate that. Oh flavor like i just can't eat an eggplant anymore i get it i it was 15 years between cheesesteaks for me because yeah. um the last time i had had a cheesesteak my appendix burst and i then mean it'll happen i didn't have one again until the finale of mare of east town i haven't had a scallop since like probably 1999 that's sad. Scallops are fantastic. Well, they're you not got sick the... off of them. Yeah. Mm. And I just, that's it. I get it. That's it. And they're not coming back for me. Really? They're not coming. You don't have a desire. No, for even you like there's the, the I mean, sight of them makes me sick. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. And I'm like these little discs of protein. How they're... dare they? light and crisp and pillowy i mean i love that for you but it's not happening not sure okay. yeah all right well i think it's time to move on to the old newsletters we have to etc newsletters plus because yeah. we're moving into the 21st century just like goop did and newsletters are not the primary source anymore. newsletters are for boomers we're young and we like Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> okay? We don't want your fucking newsletter, Grandma Gwyneth, okay? We want to put it on Instagram if you want us to see it. The TikTok, the Instagrams are getting better, I think. They're TikToks, and again, obviously, I'm not the right person to judge if someone is a good TikToker, but it seems like there's not a lot of personality to the TikToks. Uh, no, the TikToks... Except when when Gwyneth is doing them or like when Apple did it, of course, but they have a lot of like random, like it's not even like Megan or Jean or anyone do it. It's like these sort of random people that I'm like, who are they that are doing the TikToks? It's just cause like, 
I don't think they know. I don't think Gwyneth cares about it. And so it's just like not, I don't think it's very high priority. I think there's like some social media manager who's like, no, you have to have a TikTok. Like you can't not do it. And so they're like, okay. And then they just like, I think that this is something that's like being delegated for sure far down the line. And because this is also for middle-aged people. Like that's the thing that it's not for like no one in their twenties, like wants or cares about or needs goop. I mean, absolutely not. Like, this is going to be sort of a test whether they care. I mean, eventually they'll have to court a younger audience. Eventually, because... no. What happens is like eventually your like weird like semi ironic appreciation of it mm. becomes like a deep need in your soul, and you must have it. And suddenly everything they're saying starts making a lot of sense because you know your skin doesn't look that good anymore. You can't bounce back the next day anymore. Like your problems aren't going away. They're getting worse. And some, the only person in the world who can help you is Gwyneth Paltrow. So you, you think a younger audience will eventually ironically, they'll into it. They'll, they'll, but their, their ironic love for goop will turn into a sincere love because of their wrinkles. I'm talking about myself oh, sure. where I don't think my appreciation for goop was ever purely ironic or purely genuine. I think it was in a gray zone that I still haven't quite reckoned with. No. And we never will reckon with it. That's our, that's our work every week that it will never be done. It'll never be done. And that's your, that's how we all feel. I mean, I don't know a single person who doesn't feel that way about goop. Like I kind of like it for real, but I also think it's really dumb. Yeah, and if you don't feel that way, you probably aren't listening to our podcast. So, no. Anyway, um, so right. what was your best? Okay, my best. I decided to throw them a bone, no pun intended, and say the couple's guide to vibrators. Really, Aggie? Wow. It must be a cold day in hell because a vibrator thing is my best. And I'm going to tell you why. Look. I have to accept the fact that these vibrators aren't going anywhere. In fact, vibrators are here to stay and they're here in a major way. Goop sells like 5,000 sex toys now. And this is something that they want to do. And it's not my job to tell them that they can't. Okay. I do think that this like, I do find it grotesque. Okay. Like I don't like there's something about this just reminds me so much of like what I feared growing into as a young person, like <laughs> these, like, s- like the lovers sketch on SNL, oh, like totally. this was something I never wanted to be. Okay. And I never will be, I'm not, I'm not the customer. Okay. I'm not going to purchase a vibrator here. Yeah. You're either a lover or you're not. And like, we're clearly not. And I'm a hater. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the haters guide to vibrators. The haters guide to the goob. Yeah. So this, so that putting that aside, I'm going to meet goop where it is like, you know, like, I think it's the job of a critic to not say, I wish this were something different, but just to evaluate it on its own merits. So I'm going to say they're selling vibrators. They wrote this piece. I think that this was a good thorough explanation of their products, you know, and it was like, a fun and funny little guide to all of their little things, including the one thing that I think I will say they need to get rid of is the Onut, which I just, I do not believe works. I just don't think it's possible for this to work. The rest, 
including the sex journal, I'm going to say are all fine. Wow. All right. Well, this was this was my worst, and I uh, I thought that you would be with me. I thought right. if there was I mean, any sure thing this week that the couple's guide to vibrators would be Aggie's worst. But I guess I'm not. just just I'm trying to break yeah. out. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to be a better person. Um, for those who didn't listen to our prior episode about the Onut, um, this is a product that has four modular rings or donuts that fits over the base of a penis so if it hurts when you they penetrate you then it's basically like uh a, um a just like just the tip it's like the personification of just it's the tip. To like stop the penis from going all the way into your hole whatever yeah. that hole is and forgive me for saying it and i'm not trying to be problematic i do believe that this is about this is about a penis going into a vagina like i think that this is for people with vaginas who don't want oh yeah yeah yeah, penetration. yeah. because i don't think this would be safe <laughs> i don't think there's any gay gay couples using the own <laughs> I don't I mean well I think that this is like the kind of thing they would tell you not I mean because this would just like could get lost it could get really dicey for sure and I I think that that problem to me it looks like that problem would also exist with vaginal penetration like this just looks like something that would forgive me for saying it easily fit inside of a vagina Okay, I don't think that this is going to keep anything out. I mean, that's I, I I agree with you by the looks of it, but I feel like this product wouldn't it must work. Like I mean they wouldn't be selling it if it didn't work, right? Coop? Think? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people like it. Maybe like that's the secret of it that like it does go all the way in. Oh. That's why people are buying it. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know my vagina is too tight and dainty. And then in real life, it's the exact opposite. Well, vaginas are elastic. As I've said before on this podcast, human beings come out of them. Like, yeah, they get, you can, you know, they can take it. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. (laughs) Uh, The one that confused me the most, besides the O-Nut, of course, is the Laura DiCarlo Tilt, which is a double-sided vibrator. Okay, so it has two independently controlled motors. Oh, and it has all pleasure for all genders in mind. So there's a plug end that- Like a butt plug. A butt, yes, but they just say a butt a plug end because it could be for anything. For the G-spot or the prostate. G-spot or the prostate. Okay, I think I understand that. And another on the longer outer arm that can be used to stimulate the clitoris or the perineum. But that's not, it's like, you're not doing that at the same time. It's not like you're, it's not like a double penetration thing. It's like two people can't use this at the same time, right? So, well, I don't think you can, two people can use it at the same time. Okay, that was my confusion. I think it's just, you can like put it in your, vagina and then like stick it out take i mean take it out and like stick it in your butt or someone else's butt yeah it just seems that might be like a hygiene issue i don't know i think if you're not washing between uses i think 
you're gonna want to wash between uses especially if it's been uh in a butt thank you dr Hewitt. don't put anything that's been in a butt in your in your vagina the interest there's also so it says there's two ends but according to what it looks like there is a third end but that's just a handle i guess that's not for I think a that's, it kind of looks like a wine key yeah it does look like a wine key um, i don't know it's a deep thumping radiation radiatings not yeah. radiation that was what intrigued me it's it's not a v- typical buzzing it's more of a deep thrumming radiating sensation i guess i, I would try it try to like oversell these things a little bit yeah. and also like perineum i'm sorry like that's pretty easy to like there's not a lot of skill that goes into what's your perineum like your taint yeah um (laughs) like i don't think you need a special toy for that really i think i feel like this is just like an attempt to be inclusive yeah 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 uh because i don't think it's i don't think it's actually meant to oh perineum yeah this was designed for one thing and well, I think they're like it. I think they were like, there's one thing that it would make sense, but they're just like being inclusive. Yeah. Well, you know, if it was really inclusive, the third end should just be a flashlight. Should be a hole. Should yeah, because then you could do then you could do dicks. Have a giant flashlight hanging off. Yeah, the end they have of this. It. They have this whole handle with nothing going on. Make that and the it should fl- be like eight of them connected by a big <laughs> ring, like an octopus of sex toys. It's an yeah, and it's like everybody get together, <laughs> like a like a key like keychain or something. Yeah. Uh, the most inclusive sex toy of all time. Well, it's not that. No, but it is a weirdly shaped thing that you can buy for $140 and it radiates and thrumps if that's something you're interested in I don't understand the I don't understand what really any of them are this other one is weird too the The, Eva 2 has wings that one was completely mind-boggling so that's you're just supposed to stick it all the way in what the remote control one so strange oh that's a great one yeah designed for partner sex that's exciting flexible wings that are meant to be tucked under the labia to help hold the vibrator that is so i just don't think my labia can hold anything (laughs) i don't know what a labia can how much can a labia hold (laughs) i mean how much wood can a woodchuck chuck yeah i don't know uh well you're the one that said how strong it was yeah don't ask me Wait, how strong the labia is? Or whatever you were saying. I was saying that you can fit a lot inside a woman's <laughs> fucking pussy or a man's, but, or but whoever, it, a person's, but that's not your labia. Oh, you can't. So you can fit a lot, but it can't hold a lot. A labia, it's a different part. No, I think I know. I, know. I don't think you do. <laughs> I know I do, Aggie. Come on. Uh, don't get all Jen Gunter on me. I know the difference between a labia and whatever else it was yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you don't believe me all right let's move on this is ridiculous um oh god i can't even go through all these other ones the french lover it looks like an ice cream scoop i have no idea what that's supposed to do um i think that's supposed to be like a tongue oh okay great i mean everyone has a tongue just come on okay (laughs) like do we really need an extra tongue here 
do you remember that episode of Anna of the Anna Nicole Smith show where she goes to the hustler store and there's like that tongue vibrator and she's just like staring it with her mouth open and she's oh. like, I want to get that. Yeah, I do. Oh God, poor Anna Nicole. I know. Uh, all anyway. right. Well, my best was actually the podcast this week. Really? Because Gwyneth interviewed a great star, a living saint, um, one of the greatest tennis players of the past two decades, Venus Williams. Oh, wow. Your favorite because you're a big tennis guy. I'm a huge tennis fan. I got up pretty much every day this week at 5 a.m. So I could watch Wimbledon, uh, which happens in England. So it happens very early in L.A., uh, I love Venus. Uh, she is obviously more than a tennis player. She is a, um, she's an entrepreneur. Mm. She is an activist. Um, all the things that Gwyneth likes in someone, do I sell a product? Did I bake, break a boundary? Uh, do I have an autoimmune disease? Venus can check off all of those categories. Incredible. What's her autoimmune disease? It's called uh, Shorgen's syndrome syndrome shorgen's disease i have never even heard of that i heard of it because of venus like this was maybe 10 years ago when she first got diagnosed and it seems like a perfect subject for goop to cover um i mean it's you know classic autoimmune you get fatigued you Mm. can't eat gluten like it's all these things yeah um but she so venus said because gwyneth takes a little while to get to that but you know that's what she really wants to know is is venus's like diet what she what she eats yeah so she says she has less gluten she's not you know completely gluten-free but she tries to have less gluten more sleep um more iron and tries to have a moderately plant-based diet but alcohol is okay she said okay um and I don't know. I, I just, I don't listen to the Goop podcast very often. Uh, I really only listen to it if, if Gwyneth is, is um, interviewing someone. And I always think she's like a pretty capable interviewer. She like seemed, she seemed genuinely excited to talk to Venus and like had some not like really insightful questions about tennis, but like for a non-tennis podcast, it was like pretty interesting stuff that they talked about. And I mean, I don't know how many listeners know, you know, or I've heard Venus talk, but she, Venus is like an extremely, um, she's not a very extroverted person and she's pretty guarded in interviews. Uh, and she can sometimes even come across as like a little cold or like just sort of standoffish. And it was really cool. Cause she really seemed to open up and enjoy talking to Gwyneth, which, uh, I was sort of surprised. I think Gwyneth is like a really good interviewer. She feels very like conversational and very friendly. Like she always seems like she's friends with her subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that Gwyneth is like the perfect person to interview somebody like that. And I also feel like if anyone's coming on Gwyneth's show, like they know what they're getting into. Yes. You know what I mean? And Venus had, she's, uh, she started this like protein drink company, um, called the happy viking so i think like it was sort of to be selling this but apparently they talked because she she was in paris for the french open and i guess gwyneth was just in paris randomly so they talked in paris oh my god amazing i wonder Um, what gwyneth was doing in paris yeah i don't know um what oh and i also just want to mention venus williams is the person who finally got pay equity at the grand slams for women and men like before 2006 
uh, at the French Open and at Wimbledon, women got paid less than men. And it was Venus that uh, changed that for everyone. So I just wow. love her. Yeah, you love Venus. She's like the like ultimate tennis star of our generation yeah i mean she's a california girl she i were i because i played you know tennis in high school and like i was part of the usta so you get the um you get like a monthly tennis magazine that just comes to your house like if you're a member and i remember because she's like a year older than me when i was like 13 there she was on the cover as like this 14 year old black girl from compton who people are like, oh, she's going to be the next huge tennis star. And I'd never heard of her before. And as like a kid who's like basically around the same age, I just remember reading that article and being like, so just so excited that she was playing. And then, you know, obviously like 25 years later, she's had this unbelievable career. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Um, I didn't know you played. I thought you just like watched it. I never knew why. Um <laughs> I did play. I want to get back into it. I actually thinking about taking a like group class at a at some public courts. Um, I want to take a class. I want to play at a public court too, but I'm afraid to play with you because I remember once I was like, "Oh, I'll play with you," and you were like, "Are you good?" And I was like, "No," and you were like, "Well, then never mind." No, no, I didn't. I'm sure I didn't say it like that. No, and I'm horrible now. I haven't played in years, so we should play. Okay. Uh, I need to get a new racket because. I hit the ball so hard that last time I played my racket broke. Oh my God. You would probably like break my dainty red. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, all right. What was your worst? My worst was the all over glow. This, I mean, you know, so obviously this is like a switch up. Normally we're in a weird world right now. We're like, this is my worst vibrators are my best. I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to shake things up, but honest, honestly, like, this little article about like getting a good glow or whatever was just I don't know how many times I can read it's called the secret for a sexy all over glow I you know I get these things in my inbox I open them I read the same thing every single week I feel like I'm in fucking groundhog day where it's like use the dry brush use the g-tox use the body oil then again the bomb your beauty thing it's like I can't like I can't keep doing the same shit over and over like this is the exact same thing that was in last week's yeah I have to be quite honest with you I completely skipped this article because I, I can't do it anymore and I know that you're gonna pay a little bit more attention to like the makeup and skincare stuff so I just let you talk about it it's just like I can't keep I just I mean what's the point at this it's like they don't like it when you say goop is a catalog they're like it's not well then why are you putting the exact same shit out every single week with your products in it yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is like to most people i mean okay think of how how many people are on this goop email list like what do you think the percentage of people that are on the email list actually like click the emails open probably like one percent if that yeah so you think? no way that's got to be higher that would be like a total failure how many stupid emails do you get every week that you forget to unsubscribe that you don't open i get thousands so, well i get a lot but i don't think i feel like the i still think that like most they've got to be hitting higher numbers than that maybe i don't know uh i yeah i mean i i i guess i would think that it would be about one percent but you're probably right i just 
there, there's no like email trying to sell me anything that I ever open except for goop. And that's because we do a podcast about it. Yeah, me too. Um, or unless I get one from the Rihanna laundry company or something, cause I get scared. I think, Oh my God, or Kate Hudson's workout. Brand. Sure. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to charge me a hundred dollars. I have to, <laughs> I have to beg them not to, <laughs> yeah, which I do every single month and will be doing for the rest of my life. Uh, so I do think that for the, the lay person, they are, they do have to be pretty repetitive and they have to, but yeah, I, I, I mean, just like write another, write a little story about it. I know they try to sometimes, but, and there's only so many ways you can sell fucking face oils. So I, I guess, it. but it just, it depresses me how much this is like not a newsletter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it really isn't anymore and it hasn't been for a long time. So it's kind of dumb for me to even act like that matters, but it's getting less and less too. It's, uh, it's sad. Someday it's all going to be gone. I mean, just... I feel like Gwyneth is like building a brand that like can live on without her. Yeah. Like Willy Wonka. Yeah. And then Apple is like the little boy. Yeah. Except it's her daughter, yeah. but maybe if Apple and Moses don't want to take it over, um, there'll be some golden tickets lying in what if there was vibrators. a golden ticket in your little like disgusting like fish water and you like had to buy it so you could maybe get the goop factory <laughs> the golden oh. tickets are only in the marine collagen it's it's like cheese. in that it's in the fucking foam roller foam, it's in, in the, the denabis yeah it's like in the things that they're really pushing uh that's a great idea i mean yeah. how much of a revelation would that be if they had five children that were allowed to see the goop factory oh my god it and would be the most that. awful little children too that would be into goop It'd just be like it, it would all be they'd all be veruca salt or whatever mm -hmm. the, who's the bad one in it they're all bad but yeah veruca salt there's one who's like a brat like spoiled yep. yep yeah uh all right well my worst was the vibrators oh, i want to quickly just shout out this wasn't my best because i love venus williams but i also really loved that goop um in the little extra email they sent out called the art of living in the now which was just mm. like things to bring to the beach um they used a picture a still from gwyneth in talented mr ripley i enjoyed that as well i hope they continue to mine gwyneth's filmography for inspiration um, i think that would be really cool I think they're fools not to have been doing it more all along. But I do, I do love that. It's like, Oh, live in the now, go to the beach, like hang out, meditate, blah, 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 like yeah. chill out. And then it's Jude law. Yeah. Who literally will be like murdered on a boat within 24 hours. But yeah. It's also like live in the now and like a movie from 20 years ago when yeah, she was in yeah. her powers. Um, it's fine. But there, I mean, it's been 20 years, but has a movie ever come close to matching the heights of talented Mr. Ripley since then? I don't think so. In terms of like, just in general, erotic power, um, Matt Damon being bad, like, no. Yeah, Matt Damon was bad in the new uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. He actually reminded, like, he had a small part, oh. but it was very Ripley-ish. It's sort of, he had like really? a, Rip, he had like a Ripley vibe in his little cameo, yeah. Is that out already? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I want to see that. It looks good to me. Streaming now on HBO Max. Oh, streaming. Is it going to be in theaters? Mm, it's going to be so. in theaters. No. I mean, maybe like a theater to get like a Oscar run, you know, 
but no. Oh. Well, then what am I waiting for? Yeah, pop it in. Or literally, you don't have to pop anything in. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're so old. I know, we really are. I love it. Yeah. I mean, um, okay, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, I did my work. Wait, so you have to do your craziest, your saddest. Oh, yeah. My craziest, saddest, I don't know. I asked her, does alcohol disrupt sleep? I think this might have been an old one. That was really old. I don't know why. It's just like, because it's in these, like, now that we have to use the website, I feel like I'm like looking at older things and being like, oh, is this new? Yeah, the website is almost unusable for our purposes. Now I'm back to using the emails, but even those now, it's like, who knows what's going on? Shoot. It doesn't matter. It's all just like, it's all the same. It's just like the fucking dry brush. Like, you know, what's in there. Anyway, this is Gerda being like, yeah, I think it does kind of disrupt sleep. And I might meet, maybe alcohol cutting back on the booze will help me get some better sleep because I just had to do an at-home sleep apnea test. Oh, apnea mm-hmm. you did wait because you're having trouble getting to sleep or you're not breathing when you're sleeping I'm not breathing when i'm sleeping oh my god how did you even know that i wake up gasping for <gasps> breath sometimes screaming jesus christ i know so fucked up so scary so i started getting so i got this fucking test i'm gonna bring it to the fucking hospital today and they're gonna tell me what it says but i had to like put a uh, like a monitor on my chest and put like nose tubes in and put a little like thing on my finger and like tape it all to myself and like go to sleep. Whoa. Wild stuff. Anyway. So when I saw this Gerda thing, I was like, Oh, crazy because I'm having sleep issues too, but it's not really that crazy. And I'm also, Oh, I thought this meditation pillow might've been a, um, you're supposed to sleep on it, but I guess it's just like a regular meditation pillow. Um, so I was just like, wow, lots of sleep stuff going on for me, but just for me personally, because this well, is an old article from like months ago. Sleeping is a big issue. Um, that's scary though with this apnea. Has that just started recently? I've, I've had it for years, but, um, when I was younger, everybody would be like, oh, you couldn't have sleep apnea. Like you're young, you're you're not overweight. Like you couldn't. And I'd be like, but I can't breathe. And doctors would be like, oh, maybe like you're crazy or something. And then like- Doctors do not listen to women. No, like no one said anything until finally, now I'm like old and fat enough that they'll finally believe me. So like now I got it, but it's been happening since I was like in my mid twenties. So you've grown into your sleep apnea. I've grown into my, yeah, but I've had it for a while. Well, I'm glad that the doctors are finally paying attention. And yeah, thank uh, you. yeah. well, keep us posted. I will. And this wasn't just the night that you had two bottles of wine. No, that was not the night that I had two bottles of wine. Actually, the night I had two bottles of wine, I slept like a baby. So maybe uh, maybe I, the real answer is drink alcohol. a oh, lot yeah. of alcohol. Yeah, if you yeah. drink enough. I mean, if you drink a few a few drinks, I feel like it can disrupt your sleep. But if you really go the extra mile, you just pass out for as long as you need to sleep. Yeah. All right. My saddest, unfortunately, this is involving a dear friend of mine, someone 
I really hope for the best with Miss Caitlin O'Malley, Coop's food director. Oh my god, I thought you were like on board with Caitlin now. I, I I feel for her. I just don't. She's not doing. She's not playing to her strengths. Like this was an article called "Satisfying Trail Snacks and Meals for Longer Hikes." And she says at the very beginning, I hate hiking. I don't even like to go outside, but her boyfriend likes to hike and like makes her go on hikes. And then I guess Goop is asking her to talk about what to pack on a hike. And it just seems like this is not what Caitlin wants to be doing. Okay. And so also like, I guess there are a certain, there is a certain segment of the population that go on these multi-day hikes in the wilderness and actually have to like bring meals and tons of water and all that stuff but maybe it's just an LA thing if someone says a hike I just think of like an hour long walk in yeah, the park we go on hikes every day and they're not really hikes they're yeah like I don't bring walk. I don't even have to bring a water bottle on a hike like I no. this, this article was a little confusing so I'm like how often are people going on these crazy like Lewis and Clark expeditions I think they do it. I just think that like when other people say they're going on a hike, they're like, that's like a fucking a whole day long ordeal that they're going to have yeah. to do. And then her, her recommendations are just like, what is going on? She says to bring like a coffee maker and like instant coffee. Like I would never make coffee on a hike. Are they going uh, sleep? Are they going to sleep over? Like yeah. literally when we go on a hike, I literally usually bring like a Starbucks, like iced coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's um, a hike to us. We're so, that's so bad. Okay. Then there's articles for sandwich or uh, recipes for sandwiches. One of them is just almond butter and jelly. And I thought, oh, maybe there's like a twist. And then I clicked on the recipe. No, there's no twist. The, re- the ingredients are literally, literally bread, almond butter, jelly. <laughs> What about the prosciutto baguette with chive butter? That does look really good. But again, I feel like the but if you're really on like a long day long hike, is the prosciutto and chive butter going to be that good after a while? And then if you're not on a long hike, just like make it or get it afterwards. I just don't understand why you would bring a sandwich on a hike. Oh, I can understand bringing a sandwich on a hike. I mean, I think that a lot of people like go on a nice like longer hike and you get to the final spot and you sit down yeah. and you have a little picnic and then you go back down no i guess i guess i guess i'm just so used to like urban hiking where there's yeah a million here, restaurants at the end of the hike yeah i know well even here you could go to like a you could do like a longer one. Oh, totally yeah um like the I angeles mean, there's always like teenagers dying in the angeles forest or whatever i know i know um, and then for really long, like backpacking things, then she recommends a company called Good To Go, which is like, I guess like astronaut meals or whatever, not astronaut, but like soldiers. I don't know what they're for. They're for hikers, I guess. But they last for weeks and you just like, they're in a little packet and then you just suck them into your mouth, I guess. It's just like in case you're afraid you're going to like get die or die, get yeah, yeah, trapped yeah. or something. Or yeah. you can even make your own, she says which you just basically make a bunch of rice or noodles and then add dehydrated vegetables to it and then just like bring it on your journey. That sounds disgusting. That's not like Guess, dog food. Yeah, it's just like, I know, I just know Caitlin is not going on these multi-day hikes. I just know it. So it just is like, why write about something that you know? Yeah, write to your strengths, Caitlin. 
Because this, if like for me, this just sounds like crazy. And then for someone who actually is like a big hiker, I'm sure this would sound insane too. Because they're like, no, this is, we're not making date balls to go, you know, climb Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever. I don't, well, I think there's like a, there's like a, I think there's like a middle ground between like Mount Kilimanjaro and like going up to the observatory. (laughs) Probably. I think there's like something in the middle. I've definitely been on like day long. Like when I, when I went to Wyoming, like we did that stuff. Like it was really fun. And I mean, yeah, I don't, I guess where does she live? I don't know. I don't know. Santa Monica. I don't know. Marina Del Rey, I think on the west side. Yeah. So she doesn't even have like at least we're close to Griffith Park. She doesn't even have the the hill. Well, they have like there's like the Santa Monica Mountains and stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. They have places to hike out there. And I guess I'll have a chance because I am I will be leaving for Yellowstone National Park in gosh like three weeks now. So I will have an opportunity. Maybe I will um, make. A batch of date balls to see old faithful or whatever I'm gonna do. Um you're gonna have so much. I'm like honest, I'm seriously so jealous that you're gonna go to Yellowstone. It's gonna be I fun. What what if I like literally like went there? This is all of like John's extended family and just like made a bunch of like goop approved recipes and just told them to eat it i think they would, everyone would probably love it i think they would like kick me out of the family no maybe i'm gonna force us all to go to yellowstone for like a little bit i would love and i need off air i'll need your recommendation because i think we're gonna have a day in jackson hole so i'll need your recommendations oh, yeah. for jackson hole well jackson hole is really small i'll give them to you but anyway sure. it's it's easy to figure out <laughs> <laughs> i figure um all right so yeah, maybe I'll come back from our beautiful national park and be a super mega hiker and take my aunt and uncle, actually. They're like 70 and they do these multi-day crazy hikes. They're in the best shape. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like really good for you. Yeah, it is something I would enjoy. Maybe, you know what, maybe, Caitlin, I'm going to follow your advice and see what I can do see what you can do i'm always just afraid i'm gonna die well it just don't don't go in any i mean i don't know you'll see you especially in the summer it's so hot it's hot yeah, yeah. okay in the fall there okay move on try okay what would you try <laughs> <laughs> um i would try the vegan the ask denise vegan omega-3 oh yeah Her- good old denise yeah, good old Denise. She says that um I thought that this was a Gerda until I opened it. Um you know, this you open it and immediately you're hit with like these goop vitamin packs and I got like a little bit jaded. But then we started talking about these algae omega 3s that she says are a good um alternative if you are not eating meats. And I don't know. I just thought it sounded like a cool idea. Everybody knows that like my daydream of myself as a vegan, which probably will never happen, but I would love to do it. And this is something I will consider. Like, I did not know that there was like a good vegan omega-3 out there. Is it true? Is it bullshit? Who knows? Who cares? 
how many omega-3s am I getting in my diet anyway? Probably not enough. I'm fine. So there you go. Who knows? Yeah, I take four fish oils every day, two yeah. in the morning and two at night, but obviously they don't <laughs> work very much because now I'm on not not one, but two other cholesterol-lowering medicines. Okay, okay. So, But I'm still doing the fish oil. I'm just doing the fish oil, the Zetia, and the Lipitor now. So if my cholesterol isn't at zero... I'm going to be pissed off. Well, wouldn't you be dead? Yeah, I guess so. I think it shouldn't be zero. Right. But um, yeah, Denise, you know, now that I know she's not coming for Gerda's job, I can make room in my heart for Denise as well. Yeah. They have slightly I mean, different jobs, even though I really don't understand the difference between them. But I don't understand the difference either. And like, this is so clearly like would be a, Ger a Gerda um, yeah. article, but whatever. Uh. What would I? Oh, I just I would try a couple of the recipes from Instagram this week. Um, just looked really good. Good old. Remember Seamus Mullen? Oh my God! He's I thought back. that his days were over. I know. I did too. Them. I thought he honestly, and this is bad to say, because you know how like he was in recovery. And, uh, yeah, like, I know. I thought he'd got. I literally was like, oh, he went off the wagon. He's like an addict, and also like he stopped doing like ketotarian. Like he went crazy, and he went back to making his yeah. delicious traditional tapas that I used to eat in new york that was yeah. like just the first and... sign of insanity is when you stop doing ketotarian yeah <laughs> but thank god those fears didn't come to pass seamus is back in goop with a brand new recipe for a one pan roasted salmon and vegetables with olives capers and pesto mm. it's a weeknight wait we <laughs> i didn't say that very well it's a weeknight winner it sounds like it says, one winner winner salmon and olive Sam dinner yeah i mean not you're not like you know uh reinventing the wheel here but i mean i don't know i've never cooked olives and salmon together yeah it is interesting to do the olives i guess do you cook the olives crazy i don't know anyway but I, it sounds good to me yeah and you do um you have a pesto sauce that you put on at the end but then you also make seamus's like i guess his famous weeknight hero spice blend which is equal parts onion powder, garlic powder, smoked paprika, and whole dried parsley. You know, he's a good cook. He is. He is a talented guy. His recipes are good. Um, and maybe he just wanted to honestly get out under from under the thumb of Will. That's what I hope. I think he realized that like his friendship with Will was toxic. <laughs> he was like, this isn't me. And he no. just, he's a cook. He's a chef. He cares about taste. Like there's no way you could be friends with Will Cole. If you at all care about food. Will does not care about food. He is mad. He cares only about like his experiments. <laughs> I don't know. And I mean, Gwyneth was plugging that book when it came out, but honestly, since that will book came out, we've heard nothing. Maybe radio silence. Been, like, dr jail like the goop version of director jail like because that book didn't do well maybe yeah because now gwyneth is partying in spain eating uh pasta and tacos or whatever not tacos tapas. Shit about ketotarian yeah, no fuck that no the other recipe quickly that looked really good i don't know that i would make it because it looks a little complicated but it's um homemade cauliflower nugget nuggets mm. that you uh you brine and pickle brine and dredge in vegan buttermilk that sounds good it sounds so vegan, good vegan, vegan 
Yeah, vegan it's just buttermilk. What what the hell is that? It's just almond milk with uh, lemon juice and a little hot sauce. Okay. And uh, and I just I, I think I've talked about it on this podcast several times before, but I love the uh, the cauliflower buffalo cauliflower nuggets at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant Tom Tom are just one of the greatest dishes in LA. So I'd love to be able to fix them up at home. What if you just bought those like cauliflower nuggets from like Green Giant or whatever? And they're not them? good. I've done it. I keep doing it because I keep thinking I'm going to like them and they're disgusting. It's too bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to ask you what you would buy. And while you talk, I'm going to quickly open the door for my cat because he's having a mental breakdown. I really cannot hear it, but I'll just tell you the audience since you know, Brian's dealing with his cat, that the thing, and he'll be surprised when he comes back because he won't know what the answer is. But the thing I would uh, try or buy are the new workout clothes. I thought you were going to be shocked when you got back, but I think you were already here by the time I said it. Workout clothes. The new workout clothes look so simple. They look so nice. They look like something you would get from, they just, they don't look particularly goopy. They look so classic. Are these the, the Goop um, and Puma collaboration? Yeah. yeah. Is it a Goop and Puma collab? I think so. I don't know. But like this looked nice to me. I was like, these are, these are so, um, these just feel very like low stakes. Like you wouldn't know these were from Goop if you, like these look to me look like they could be from Target. Yeah, they look, I mean, I'm sure they're good quality. I mean, I think like like they did with CB2, you know, Puma is a very accessible brand. Everyone knows what it is. It's like not a crazy price point. I think even like rich women probably don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on their workout clothes. And so like, I think this is a cool, I don't know. They looked very chic. The model's very pretty. Yeah. I just like, I like how, uh, I don't know. I just, I thought they looked, I like this purple tank top. I don't know. I just thought they looked very like normal. Yeah. I do wish that they made some men's workout clothes. Cause even like, I like, I have a few like Lululemon stuff, like Under Armour. I would definitely buy a goop workout outfit, but I can't because of misandry. I have a few Under Armour pieces because I once won a hundred dollar uh gift certificate to under armor um playing bingo at the americana oh nice oh yeah because the americana has that under armor store and a bingo game or at least it did once that's pretty fun i went to the americana for the first time in like 18 months um to buy john's birthday presents and Mm -hmm. it was a delightful time See, I I get like overwhelmed at the Americana now. Like, I'm not back to my old ways. Like, I've been back to the Americana, and it was like there were too many people. It was just like too much. I it took me a while to acclimate because I also went. Oh, it was the day after Fourth of July, and I sort of forgot that it was like a holiday because it was a Monday. And so, yeah, for the first half hour I was there, I was pretty overwhelmed. But then, I just sort of got used to it. And I love, I just love the sociological experiment of who's, I don't love it, I guess, but like who's wearing a mask and who isn't is just fascinating to me. Well, also I went to the Americana and the Grove a couple of times, like basically at like the height of the pandemic, <laughs> um, like 
for like not for any major thing but like I once I had to like go to the Amazon store and like return something to them okay and once I had to like order something that like I just picked it up from the store so it wasn't like I was like shopping like I had like a specific thing to do but even then it was like pretty much open and there were like a lot of people like walking around without their masks and like eating and stuff and I was just like what is I was just so pissed off yeah like people were so wild I can't I mean I'm barely doing this stuff now and I'm fully vaccinated I know I mean it's yeah it's crazy and I think I I think this is just gonna be a it's just like one in a long list of like political divides amongst people because obviously these variants are still going to come and obviously I don't think the pandemic is going to get as bad as it was but COVID is going to be something that we're just living with and uh the the sort of politicization of it is just not going away is it going to be like how it is now for the rest of human history I think so pretty much I mean I think there will be variants and then there'll be booster shots it'll be like the flu like we'll get a different shot every year sure but like I mean but like we still have to like wear masks on planes like everybody's sort of cautious about it tracking it it's still out there a lot like these delta like the delta and stuff like came pretty quickly like i don't know like i mean like that yeah i mean it'll probably still go i mean obviously i have no idea what i'm talking about but it'll probably still like be less crazy than it is now but i think in general masking like it is in a lot of Asian countries that have had to deal with pandemics in the past 10, 20 years where I think it's like socially acceptable and encouraged if you're feeling sick or you're worried about germs that like, if you wore a mask on, you know, a plane or even out in public, like it's pretty normal. I think I assume it'll sort of be like that. Yeah. Which Um, is like, that's fine. I'm going to, whatever. I'm going to go on a plane in a couple of weeks and I'm like, fully like mask like i'm fully like uh vaccine uh, i don't know the vaccine term. Vicky. Not, i don't know i'm trying to think of a term that would be not too problematic about yeah. how i feel about it but like i feel like you should have to show your vaccine card to get on a plane sorry i know that's a controversial statement i i don't think that that's that crazy like i i'm not i mean i don't i'm not like in favor of complete authoritarianism but it is it just the the whole we're on a tangent but like the whole thing about vaccines is so crazy the whole like fear about it that i i don't think you should be forced to get a vaccine but if you yeah are on a plane or like when i went to the dentist this morning i had to show my vaccine card to get into the dentist i think that's like completely fine i had to show my vaccine card to get into my workout class yeah. yeah like, why don't you great. have to do it to get on an airplane i don't understand well they don't they don't want to alienate the millions of people who would take that as like you know personal affront to their freedom so they're not going to i just i'm yeah. sorry the anti-vaxxers are just Ugh. anyway whatever mm-hmm. anyway anyway uh bot oh i would buy oh yeah. you know what i want there there was an article it was called strip down, lather up and glow. Or this was your, was this, this was your worst, right? Yeah. Was it, it was the glow one. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things they tell you to do is to have a perfect summer scent. And 
my signature scent for the past couple of years has been Tom Ford Oud Fleur, mm-hmm. which I really like, but it's not a summer scent. It's like a little too musky. Yeah. So I would, uh, they recommend Heretic Dirty Mango, which have you smelled that? Yeah, it just smells like mango. I think. It smells like mango. So yeah, I, don't know. I would need to shop around. But yeah, I was like, the other night I went out to dinner and I put on a little cologne and then I was like, eh, this cologne is great, but like, it doesn't really go with July. So I need to find something for myself. Yeah, I know. I need a new scent as well. I feel like my, I don't know. I'm just, I either smell like an old woman at an, like, at a fucking like country club or I smell like a stripper. Those are the only two scents that I have. Those are both great things to be. And those are the two sides of my personality. I forget. I think every like male scent is either like a disgusting teenage boy in a high school like locker room or like a super queenie like piano player (laughs) at a like cabaret bar. Which would you rather smell like? I need to split the difference. That's the thing. I know. I need to split the difference too. Eh, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to need a new song. The hair. I like the heretic. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't last like long enough. That's no, my and, problem with heretic products. And I don't think their scents are like super complex. Like you said, the, the dirty mango just sounds, just smells like mango. I feel like all of them are just sort of like, I don't want something that you can know what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, the, they don't have any musk, which I like. Yeah. Um, there's one that's like dirty jasmine or something. Okay. I don't know. There was one that I had that I thought was good, but it didn't last long enough. Maybe I'll look for another Tom Ford one because I do like Oud Fleur. And I do think he he's like such a, like he he's such a, <laughs> like a faggot, sorry. But he like knows what a man should smell like yeah that i feel like he he does do a good job of making things like sophisticated but also a little like primal and sexy in a way that like other uh scents for men don't really get so i, yeah. I would trust tom ford anyway, I trust him for you. i'm sorry i said that word i always say it i don't care Ugh. All right, you, look we... so, well, you look like it really like did something for you. You're like stretching. You're like finally free. You look like you, you've got a 10 pound weight lifted off your shoulder. Uh, did you see the Marianne meme that like, I guess someone asked her like what her favorite swear word is. And she's like, uh, you know, like I can't say it on this interview, but it's a word that begins with F. And then all these gay guys were like, Queen Marianne, you're allowed to say the word. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Really funny. Um, oh God, I love Marianne. I can't wait till she gets back at the Saban. I've got to go see her. Oh, is she is she going to do another show there? Well, I assume she will. I guess 2024 I mean, is coming up pretty soon. I mean, well, she was doing shows there before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like preaching or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I just need to like join a church. I think that's probably what's. I'm gonna join hers because she's. It's like it's basically Judaism. I mean, she's like so Jewish, but then she's just like a little bit more fun, and you know, also trying to be the president or something. I don't know. I love her. 
All right, guys. So we're spiraling as usual towards the yeah. end of our podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 